0: What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Marshall Time, episode 30. Got a couple things to get to catch up on and to get to, obviously, before we uh, had our last show. It was leading up to All-Star Weekend. The All-Star Weekend is past us now. A lot of talk when it comes to the basketball world as far as the product, when it comes to the All-Star Weekend and the All-Star Game. I'm going to start with Saturday night. Um... Honestly, this is probably the worst all star weekend period, like from top to bottom um it just didn't seem to have any buzz, even from the crowd in Indiana. I don't know if they had the audio low, just the crowd seemed just yeah, it was out of it. It didn't seem like it was a crowd at all, right, and so when you're watching it at home on t v It's like how do you expect to feel that energy when the crowd level was so low watching it on t v The dunk contest was uh. it was a lot it was a lot first off jalen brown you know we salute you for being an all-star and for being in the dunk contest and not being afraid but come on like going into it i didn't have high expectations because i didn't see jalen as a creative dunker he was more of a power in-game dunker but what he did was 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 uh, was just insane the michael jackson glove to show that he can I guess go left. I guess I don't know what that's about, but whatever. Um, telling Kai Sinet, who's already what five foot two, to sit down in the chair. Meanwhile, these dudes are jumping over Shaq. Like, come on, like these, these guys are jumping over guys who are standing up and who are taller. And you're asking Kai Sinet to sit down. That was horrible. The Dominique having the guy run on the court with the Dominique Wilkins jersey. I get it. I, you know, he's from the Atlanta area. Dominique Wilkins was there as a judge. You want to pay homage. We couldn't even see the dunk. Remember that? Like the camera wasn't even on the dunk.
1: So I am I'm,
0: I'm like, oh, what happened? I don't know what happened there. You know what I mean? The the salute to Terrence Clark, ran a Brewster Academy jersey. He was his mentor. He's, he was from the Boston area. It was a tragic, tragic, tragic situation with with Terrence Clark. That was dope. No issues with that. But outside of that, Jalen Brown tried it. Jacob Topping got robbed. The dunks that he was doing, there was no way. He shouldn't have made it to the finals. Jami Haquez, I didn't have high expectations for him. His high school clips looked way better. Um, Mac McClung did his thing as usual, but I mean, the dunk contest was just the judging was off. I feel like Toppin and McClung were the two best dunkers in that. The skills competition with the, like, oh, okay, cool. The three point shootouts, Steph and Sabrina was dope. Like, those were the two things that honestly will always be exciting, no matter who's in it, no matter the year. I think the three-point shootout is always going to be pretty fun to watch. And guys are going to actually give their all to try to see who can, you know, outdo the other. Steph and Sabrina was fun to watch. I hope they bring that back and maybe expand in some other capacities too. That that would be dope. Um even Friday night, I mean the rising stars game. I didn't really feel the buzz that you would that you usually expect to see from the from the young coming up stars. I don't even know half the celebrities that play in the celebrity game anymore. Like, is, is it like, am I getting older or is this really a mid product right now? So let's let's start with Friday and Saturday night first. Your thoughts on it. And then we'll talk about what happened on Sunday night. But for me. As a basketball fan, as somebody as we talked about, we, we would always record all star weekend and watch it back. Like, I can't imagine me being a kid watching this weekend and being excited to watch it back. Just knowing what I've seen, Jason Richardson, Vince Carter, T-Mac, Steve Francis, like the things that I've seen on the All-Star weekend, AI and Stephon Marbury in in D.C., how that game finished out, you know, like these these memories and moments that you have. And yeah, it's just it was quiet. Like it it was quiet this weekend. That's just my general thought. I really didn't have any excitement. I watched it because I'm a fan, but
1: yeah, nothing is sticking with me right now. That 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 was just – it wasn't it. That's, just, that's just the simple answer I can give. Friday night – I mean, to be honest, from Friday, we, I never expect much anyway because it's, it's a celebrity game. You know, it's supposed to be fun. You see some of your favorite celebrities go out there and ball. That's cool. Saturday, though, that's where it's supposed to start ramming up, you know. And like you said, the, the, the shooting contest between Sabrina and Steph and then the three-point contest were the two biggest – you know, they are the two best things to watch. Those were the best product. On Saturday night, man. Um, the skills challenge, the players didn't even take it serious. Like, we got Scotty Barnes acting a, a fool. Anthony Edwards really was shooting left-handed. And it's like, all right, like what's really going on? Like, I remember when skills competitions, they even, you know, they used to get a little competitive, even though players, you know, they didn't care if they won or lost, but they still, you know, it was just a competitive thing to do. And it's something simple. You're dribbling, passing, shooting, laying the ball up, dunking, whatever. It's something that, you know, these it's routine for any basketball player. So you're looking at it now and they're like, they're not even taking it serious. Um, as far as the dunk contest, man, we talked about this last week. I don't I really don't know what they can do. And Saturday night was just crazy. Like Jalen Brown, like, I'm sorry, man you just, he caused himself a lot more hate than he already had. Like a lot of people were already coming at him for his performance in the playoffs. A lot of people don't like the contract he got. And now that right there, that just even, that put him down further on people's, you know, list of fans and, you know, how they, how they think of him. And he's a good player, but we already knew that he shouldn't have been, really been in the dunk contest to begin with. But for him to just go out there and embarrass himself, he just he just was being a fool. That's that's the best way I could say it. He was being a clown out there, man. That uh D Brown joint was crazy to me. That was just insane. I was watching it he like, He did the bro, dab bro. after the dunk. There's no way you just, no way you I just forgot really about that. There. There's no way you sat there and thought you was going to pull that off. And I, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. I feel like the fans were booing him. Were they booing on? I feel Look, like
0: they're, all they're, night, the crowd just, I don't know. I feel like the crowd was blowing all night because they, I don't—I could barely hear the crowd. I don't, I don't know, know what was going on.
1: That know. D. Brown jump was terrible. What, what are you doing? You really thought you was going to pull that off? Like, yeah, I did the D. Brown. Yeah. No. That was not it at all. Like, please don't. I know D. Brown was looking at that like, bro, what is? what are you doing? And the judges, man, I don't know what they were looking at. Because like you said, Topping the one dunk he did was definitely better than Brown's dunk. I feel like um, in real time, the judges just didn't see what he actually did. He did a good dunk. You know what I mean? Um, But the dunk contest, it might be to the point where they got to scrap it. And it's crazy. Um, On Twitter, like, I seen a guy do a dunk that I've never seen nobody doing the dunk contest. And I'm like, yo, somebody did this in the dunk contest. It'll be tough. But then again, I'm like, somebody made a good point. They were like, we have so much access to see dunks now that I feel like somebody could do something crazy and we still wouldn't. Um, like we still wouldn't be as hype as we used to be, and that may be true, but there's still some type of excitement behind that, you know what I mean? Especially if it's a player that has a, a great name to him. So, I don't know if you ask me personally, I've been saying this for a few years now, it's time to make a one on one tournament in there. But I know what comes with that player's pride is going to get in the way, you know. Some of these stars they're going to be embarrassed if they lose to a player that's not a star, but they might be a better one on one player than them, you know what I mean? So I don't know, but if they put some money, attach some money to it, maybe get, make an incentive because a one-on-one game, that would be lit. A one-on-one game in the All-Star weekend on Saturday, they can, you know, a little one-on-one tournament, whatever, that would be lit. Even if it's a two-on-two, three-on-three, something, man, because they got to figure it out. That's just not it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man.
0: I was seeing the, the clips of the G League dunk contest, and they was getting some 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 good dunks off. Um but, yeah, the judging was just out of whack. Like, what they were giving Jalen Brown, messing with me, he would have got 30s. You understand what I'm saying? Like, the dunks that he was doing were, like, regular – these were regular dunks. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, for if a guy like Jacob Topham do what he did, if that's not getting it to the finals and what we saw, it's like, what else can you do? You know what I mean? I think it's gotten to a point now. It's like, after Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, like – they sort of like broke it. Like it's like, what more, I don't think these guys are sitting down trying to figure out creative new dunks. I don't, I just don't think that's happening. Right. Like when, when they had any, any free time they have, they're not going to be conjuring up ideas on what to do. You know, it, it feels like the ceiling has been reached when it comes to our marquee NBA guys entering the dunk contest and thinking of, thinking of new ways because when the dunk contest first started, Look at those dunks now. It's like, oh, it's nothing. Like, anybody can do that. But back then it was so new. Dr. J jumping from the foul line. MJ from the foul line. Dominique, what he was doing. Two-handed windmill. Like, these were all things. Isaiah, you know, J.R. Ryder, Between the Legs, the East Bay dunk. Like, these are things that were still fresh. And even with Vince, elbow in the room. Like, these, these were fresh. Now, 2024, it's like, we've seen it all. Like, a guy jumping from the foul line now, used to, like even a decade ago, if you jump from the foul line, that's a fifty. Now, if you jump in the foul line, it's like you got to add like you got to do something, <laughs> three sixty between the legs, and even then, how clean was the dunk? Right. As far as, as, far as the dunk contest, I, I don't know what the I don't know what the answer is. Everybody has any ideas and what can be done. I don't see them doing away with the dunk contest just yet. Um. Maybe next year we'll see a Ja Morant or a Anthony Edwards or a Jalen Green or, or a Zion. I don't know. Maybe it would take one of those marquee names coming back into it to really revive it. But I'm not holding my breath. Like, I really don't expect, like, even this year, I didn't know who would, because, you know, you know, the big names aren't doing it. So it's like, I in my mind, I'm like, I don't know who else would do. It. I really don't know. Outside of Matt McClung was an obvious choice, but outside of that, Hammy Hawkins was a shock. Jacob Toppin, he wasn't on the radar, and Jalen Brown was like, "Why, huh?" And so, yeah, I, that, that's my thought. Then we had the Sunday, which once again, you know, you you, you watch the All Star game, and early on, you can you kind of tell what the vibe is. After about a few minutes, I said, "You know what?" Because I was at work too but I was still trying to pay attention to see what was happening. This was just background noise, like because I knew that they was on some other stuff. this <laughs> game. They weren't even, usually you, you would be like, okay, first three quarters, they'll play around, but fourth quarter, let's lock in. Let's actually be competitive. I knew this year it wasn't going to happen. Like the energy from, from the get go was like, come fourth quarter, it's going to be the same energy. This is how I knew the game was on some other stuff. I checked the box score and Carlton Towns had like, did he score like 50?
1: Yeah, 50, right? He was doing and he was doing better dunks than some of the dunk contest dunks.
0: I looked up is doing like a couple windmill behind the back. He's going crazy. I'm like, he has 50? How? When? Where? I don't recall him scoring 50 points. Granted, I wasn't like in, I wasn't on the game. Like I wasn't like paying attention, but 50 points? And so I'm like, man, the game was really boring. Like, it was boring. Now, all-star games are always going to have moments of, like, there's not going to be any defense. It's not, you know, it's a glorified exhibition game, a pickup game. But at a certain point, there are certain moments that you can recall that you remember, and like that was dope. But it was just like, uh, you know what I mean? It was just, uh. And so... It was funny after the game when Adam Silver said, uh, well, you," he told the East you, you broke the record for points or whatever. He said, well, congratulations. You know what I mean? It was sort of like a uh, backhanded compliment, pretty much saying, like, we expect you guys to be competitive. But what you're putting out there is just, it's just not it's just not up to par. And so for me, I don't think there's no going back. Like, I think this is just what it is. These guys come at this point, the younger guys that are coming up now, this is what they've seen. This is what they're seeing. And what's the point of me going all out in an All-Star game for what? You know, like, then if I get hurt, then what? You know what I mean? So it's just too much money involved. It's it's just so much involved now with these guys with these contracts. That it's like, I don't see this changing. And you can either complain or do away with the All-Star game. Like, you can name your All-Stars, and that'll be a great honor, and just don't have the game. Like, this to me, there's no... There's no magic solution. I don't think money, like, offering millions to millionaires, to me, is not going to change the mentality when it comes to the All-Star game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not going to – I mean, you offering $5 million to a guy who's making $40 million this year. I mean, it's not going to change their mentality. Either you want to go hard or you don't. You know what I'm saying? And so, to me, it's either two options. Watch it, don't complain, or do away with it. Like still name your all stars, but at this point, yeah, why why should a guy play hard in an all star game? That 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 that's that's the mindset, and this is just what it is. Yeah, like there's no middle ground for me. I don't think there's a, there's no magic. It's up to the players to decide what they want to do. There's nothing like it is what it is. The players have to decide if they want to play hard or not. We shouldn't have to convince you to play hard. If you want to play hard, you'll do it. Like these are pro athletes. That's my, that's my point of view. So all these ideas of like Trey Young had mentioned somebody on the sideline said, we should have like an MC, like they do in New York at Rucker Park. Like, no, it's a whole different environment, a whole different atmosphere. No, 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 no. There's no magic. So because a guy has a mic on a, on the court at an all-star game, that's going to make you play harder. No, that's special to. Rucker Park and all these other great playgrounds that that's unique to those environments. This is totally different. Totally different.
1: Yeah, no, I agree one hundred percent. It's really nothing that they can do. It come down to the players. Anthony Evers told us already. He told mm-hmm. us he had a call over the weekend. He said at the end of the day, the All Star weekend is a break for us. You know, we're competing all year long. It's a break for us. We don't want to come here and compete. And that's just what it is. And you know, he's a younger player. He's one of the young stars of the league. Up and coming faces of the league. And I'm sure he has the same sentiment as most of them. A lot of people like the, you know, I've been hearing a lot of the, oh, when Kobe was in the All-Star game, you know, he wanted to go at whoever was, who was, who who was going at whoever. And that may be true, but that's the reason why we everyone holds Kobe in a special light, because Kobe was a different breed. None of these guys are really have Kobe's mentality when it comes to stuff like that. So it's not really fair to say like, yeah, you guys need to do this and do that. And, you know, as a fan of the game, of course, we want to see the best players go at it. But the reality is, Anthony Edwards said it. It's a break for them. So I'm not one to complain. Like, I understand it. I already know where they're coming from. They're, they're there to just have fun, you know, get their shots off, get their highlights off. And, you know, that's it. And then second half of the season, let's go. And you got to think of it from a team standpoint, too. Like, you hit it already. Players going hard and get hurts in an All-Star game. They're going like a clown on social media. They're going like a clown to their team. Like, nobody wants to go through that. Um, it is crazy though, because these guys go harder at like a Rico Hines run. Like you go on YouTube and watch the Rico Hines pickup games and they're going hard. Like they're not going like regular season playoff hard, but they're going hard. You know what I mean? Like they're competing, but that's like, that speaks to the environment piece that you talked about. Like Rico Hines summertime, it's a, it's a tradition there. You know, he invites a lot of NBA guys, a lot of cause guys to come hoop together. And you guys are going at it. Like it's different between playing pickup ball and playing an all-star game where it's like, traditionally we're not going hard until this certain point in the game. But if the game is already out of reach, it's like, these players don't care. You know what I mean? Um, There's really no solution for the all-star game either. It's really not. It's just, it comes down to the players. Um, Do they want to compete? Do they want to go at each other? But I mean, the all-star game has always been an all-star game to me. Like even young, even when I was younger, like I don't have any, like, Oh, I remember this. Like, I, it's memories from it, sure, but it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, seeing with the All Star Game MVP, like anybody going All Star Game MVP, like it's dope, but it's not, it's not the end all be all. You know what I mean? Like, it just is what it is. It's, it's a fun thing. It's cool. I'm I'd be more concerned about the jerseys half of the time. Like, I miss when everybody when the teams represented their own jerseys, like in the early two thousands. You know what I mean? I miss that more than anything. But hey, I mean, everybody got their opinion on it.
0: There was a tweet, um, I guess Vince Carter did in an interview. He said that the NBA had plans to offer four superstars one million each to be do the dunk contest. But the arrangement fell through when uh guys some guys didn't want to do it. It was Kobe, T Mac, LeBron, but guys didn't want to do it. Um so yeah, that I mean that I I don't think, like I said, it goes back to my point. Money throwing millions at millionaires isn't gonna get the job done. You know what I'm saying? And so let it be a glorified pickup run. It is what it is, and that's just what's going to be. Either you do away with it and still honor guys who have made the All Star teams and whatever comes with that. Have your All Star team. If you don't want to have the game, if you don't like what's going on, then don't don't have it. <laughs> Either you have it and don't complain, and just, it is what it is, or you don't have it. Like there is no magic magical formula. I don't want any gimmicks. Wasn't there a gimmick last year where you had to reach a certain
1: they did was it was it, so, right? like, some scores, some score stuff or something. Yeah, like or Kobe, but it's it, just it, it, it don't. You're you doing too don't much. Play. It's just like the Pro Bowl in football. Like yeah, it's like they, they watered that down, and it's for a good reason. Like it's the Pro Bowl, bro. And then half of the time, these players don't even play in the NFL Pro Bowl. It's the same situation.
0: You're doing the most. I remember they had the dunk wheel and the dunk contest. Guys yeah. had to spin the wheel, whatever they landed on, they had to do the dunk. Like it's just, you're doing too. You're doing the most. Yeah. Like, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. So the second half of the season, we can talk some real basketball now. That was that was I don't know what the know what we saw. That was a travesty. Um, that Jalen Brown dab is still that's 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 my lasting image from the All Star weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like what, what were you what were you thinking? Like you really thought you were gonna fool us into thinking that you actually did the no look after the dunk? Yeah, Kai, Kai Sinet sit down on okay. Um second half of the season is about to begin. One of my favorite things from All-Star Weekend, honestly, were the quotes that were coming from uh Doc Rivers. It started with their loss to the Grizzlies, a team that shot the Gigi Jackson. I love what they're doing out there in Memphis. Um and also Vince Williams Jr., great finds for the Grizzlies. They're doing their thing. But the Bucks lost to the Grizzlies right before the All-Star break. Made them 3-7 and seven under Doc Rivers. And you know how I feel about Doc. Like, I've been consistent with my thoughts since this whole situation in Milwaukee. The quote that he had was, we had some guys here, we had some guys in Cabo. <laughs> right? Right? He said that. He said that we had some guys here, and we had some guys in Cabo, which is conflicting with what Pat Bev said on his podcast. He said everybody the difference between Milwaukee and Philly, he said this. this I don't know if you heard it, everybody right. wants to win. Right. If everybody wants to win, who is in Cabo? Right. I'm confused. That's 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 my first point. I got I got screenshots. I got I got stuff I want we, we gotta talk about. Then I guess Doc was doing an interview. He says, uh, I told Buck's ownership, I don't understand why you're doing this when it comes to firing Adrian Griffin. (laughs) What else did he say? He said, um, taking a job when you're about to go on the toughest road trip of the season is not the smartest decision. I even told them that, can we wait till All-Star break? It would have been a lot nicer. What's the other quote that I got?
1: Oh, here it is.
0: It's been harder than I thought. Doc Rivers. I'm not gonna you know, I'm not gonna talk about the JJ Redick thing and how he never takes accountability. But Doc Rivers, this is what we do know about Doc Rivers. He's the king of giving up leads, right? Whether a series lead or in-game lead. He is the king of, when it comes to trying to explain things, seems to make a lot of excuses and none of it is his fault. There was another quote about how he tried to explain to Kawhi that SGA could be special or, I don't know, something he tried to vouch for SGA when he was with the Clippers. It seems like everything is the issue but Doc Rivers right and we talked about this when Milwaukee hired Doc Rivers like doc is never the answer for any team we saw it in philly we saw it with the clippers like he is never the answer he has the championship i understand he has the championship in boston like we we give him that not taking that away but understand you had a three hall of famers ray allen paul pierce kevin garnett So don't give me a line about this is harder than I thought. Why can't we wait till all-star break? All these excuses. When you were consulting, when you were consulting Adrian Griffin during this entire time, now all of a sudden you didn't want this job when they gave it to you, You wanted to wait till the all-star break. This was a lot harder than you thought. You knew what the job was when you got to it. You knew what it was. And so now I'm laughing at the I'm laughing at the Bucks organization because you played yourselves. I'm not I'm not you know I'm I'm not one to um, I'm not trying to root for somebody's job or trying to root for them to lose their job or for them to fail. Never that. But I also got to call it like it is. And Doc Rivers is full of it. He sounds ridiculous, and he's in over his head in Milwaukee. That's number one. I let you get I let you talk about Doc Rivers and these quotes because I got somebody else I want to. Approach to but doc rivers is my
1: first like he's my first <laughs> i mean you hit him right, you hit it, you hit him right on the nose these kids are crazy and, and to me to <laughs> honestly i've never been i'm not a doc fan but i'm not a doc hater like to me it's just mad with doc like he's not the best coach i don't think he's the worst coach i don't think i feel like some people do hold him in high regard too much, and I feel like people give him too much fleck at the same time. And that's just how I view it, because I mean, we we can talk about the three one leads, and yes, it looks bad on his record. But a lot of these, a lot of these games, some of these, his best players were not showing up. You know what I mean? Like I, I look back to the Clippers series, I think about PG hitting the side of the backboard. I think about Kawhi not scoring in the fourth. I think about all the times Embiid didn't show up when we needed him. I think about when Harden didn't show up when we needed him. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, but these quotes are crazy. Like the whole um. The whole, I don't know why you guys are doing this is crazy. And but we already said, like to me, Doc was in full retirement mode. Like he even said that after he left us. He was in full retirement mode, right? And then they just called him up and said, Hey, you want to come coach? And he's like, I guess. I guess I'll come do it. And that's exactly what that quote, co- that quote that he said is screaming. Um, it's just a mess in Milwaukee, man. It's a mess there. The Doc situation. I, I don't, there, it's going to be a lot of ammo for Twitter. It's a lot of ammo for Twitter if they go out bad in the playoffs. It's a lot of ammo for these, oh, for these Twitter, these Twitter, fingers, man. And, um, to me, it's like, he doesn't have a, I guess he doesn't, it's either he doesn't care or he doesn't have a feel for what the narrative is. Because he just continues to dig himself in these holes deeper and deeper. Like, and it's kind of crazy to me. It's like, maybe somebody should pull him to the side and be like, hey, like, watch what you say or you know just don't say that because that that one about i don't know why you guys are doing this is crazy it's almost like he's
0: dragging right, he's dragging right, the front right, office yeah, under that, the bus that, when that, they gave that, you the money they gave they,
1: they paid you statement. how
0: much are you getting paid that's a while. you took the contract nobody that's forced you to take the contract <laughs> why did you take the deal that's if you didn't fault. want it i
1: never, heard of I, never heard of I don't know why you're
0: doing this <laughs> how much is this deal hold on. How much That's is like deal. On. the deal? Hold like offer
1: offered a job, and it's like, I don't People know why you I'm guys listening. are picking me for the job, but hey, I'll accept it.
0: So he signed a $40 million <laughs> deal. Why are you guys signing me to a $40 million deal? I don't understand why you guys are doing this, this, but I'll band. sign. Three bins. You sound ridiculous. You're three. And okay, you can talk about the quotes or whatever, but let's talk about facts. The yeah. facts are you're three and seven. This is facts. I thought Adrian Griffin was the issue and he, he pissed me off when he said, this isn't right. I, I, Adrian should get my all-star, I, you know, I shouldn't coach the all-star game. Like, mm. come on, my, my guy, don't, don't spit, don't spit in my face and then tell me it's, it's just water. Like, don't, don't do that. Like, don't, don't, don't take my job and say, oh, this wasn't right. You should have my all-star. <laughs> get
1: What? Like, what, yeah. what, what part of the game yeah. is
0: that? And so you're, And 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 so and so you're three and seven since taking over. What's the excuse for that? Guys were in Cabo. This was a rough time to take the the job. Excuse me, by firing Adrian Griffin, who would have been the all star coach for the Eastern Conference and bringing in Doc Rivers. To me, that means, oh, Doc is the answer to all our problems. Right. But you're three and seven. What's the issue?
1: Yeah, I, I, I really don't What's the understand, issue? but that Milwaukee as a whole, because we gotta talk about Dame too, and Dame is my boy. Dame is my boy, but we gotta talk about his quote too. So his quote, I
0: got you. you talk about Dame's quote because I gotta talk about somebody else's quote. You talk about Dame's quote because I, I, I got, I got, I got time for Milwaukee. And, I've been on they, them. They I got time. Dame, Go ahead, the name is Dame. all
1: you know. His dream starting five for you know to, today in the NBA. Oh boy. So he says Steph him. Bron, KD, oh, that's understandable. You're going to put yourself in there. You're going to put Steph in there. You're going to put Bron and KD. It's understandable. Yeah. So we get to the center position. Oh, for he's sure. He's playing with arguably the best player. If you don't think he's the best, he's top three, undeniable, in the league right now. That's his teammate. That's his teammate right now. Top three, for sure. Yes. Yeah. He skips over him. And he says, Bam a bio." Now, let's pause for a second. Bam, Bam is a good player. Don't get me wrong; he's a good player. He 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 defends. He can pass. You know what I mean. He, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but your player is Giannis Antetokounmpo, <laughs> right? You got Greek freak. That's your that's your teammate, right? You chose Bam. All right, cool. But why are you choosing Bam? And we already know you wanted to go to <laughs> Miami. You wanted so you wanted to go to Miami that bad. To where you're about to just lie, he's lying too. He, you can't tell me he's serious because first of all, he skipped over Embiid and Jokic, and that's just crazy in itself. But you really went out your way to pick Greek. You went out your way to pick Greek, like it's no way you're dead that serious. You want to get to Miami that bad? That's insane to me. That's insane.
0: Well, well, yeah. I mean, obviously he wanted to go to Miami. Like, there's cool. no every like jimmy wanted him miami wanted him dame wanted them miami was the place to be like that's what but portland's like nah you're gonna you gonna go where we send you <laughs> and he, enjoy milwaukee and that's hey look to me that's disrespectful honestly i mean bam's a great player you know not taking no shave about bam like i love his game but Giannis, as you just said is top three Period, no matter how you want to rank him. He's a top three player in this league right now. And so for you, even if you don't believe it, knowing that you have a top three teammate, top five teammate, top ten teammate, you're automatically gonna just put your teammate in your top five just just to avoid any issues, just for the PR look of it, right? But Dame kept it real. He said, bam, out of bio. Not not Jokic, not Embiid. Damn out of bio. Also, speaking of no, Dane, started, he started, didn't he? Well, he shouldn't have started. He, he shouldn't have, should should have, should should have started, started. but at the same time,
1: He shouldn't have been a starter, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can we be
0: honest? He shouldn't have been, he, no, should he should have been, been a starter, though. Can we be honest, though? He should have been a starter. I mean, there's, there's a point guard for the Knicks yeah. who's been having a heck of a year, who's been the reason why the Knicks are doing their thing. His name is Jalen Brunson. With all due respect, Jalen Brunson should have been a starter for the Eastern Conference. If we're talking about all stars, and who's having an all-star year, and leading the yeah, way—that
1: you know, comes with fan vote. and Everything goes now. More politics. <clears throat>
0: More quotes from the Bucks. The Bucks are just <laughs> providing content. I love it. This is from uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is my fourth coach in the span of six months. It's draining. So, Giannis is saying this is my fourth coach in the span of six months. It's draining. Who was the guy who was, from my point of view, watching these games, seemingly not respecting or trying to hear what Adrian Giannis. Griffin had to say? Who, who it was seems that? Guy? Like Giannis. Was that Giannis? Who was the guy that wanted to hire Adrian Griffin? Because I think there was a chance that they wanted the the nurse. nurse. No move is made for. <laughs> no move is made player-wise, coaching-wise, without Giannis giving the stamp of approval. You know why we know that? I don't have to say it. Go on Twitter, you see the jokes. There's a certain player on the Bucks roster <laughs> who shouldn't be on the roster. But he's on that roster for one reason. I don't I don't like this woe is me. This is draining when you created this. And so when the, when the Bucs made this coaching decision, I said at the end of the day, I'm not going to look at Doc Rivers because I know what Doc is. If this doesn't work out, if the Bucs fail to reach the championship. I'm going to look at two people, Giannis and Dame. This was never a coaching issue for the Bucs, if we're being honest. This was a personnel issue. Malik Beasley and Dame as your starting backcourt is not a championship backcourt. Especially like what? What are you expecting, Chris Middleton? He's not what he once was. His, his his knees aren't like it's it's he's getting cooked. You have nice role players, but like these these names that the Bucks are trying out there, these aren't juggernauts. So Giannis, this is on you. Everything, whether you like it or not. I saw another quote that's saying that Dame is this is Dame's
1: team. I didn't see that quote. Who who said that? Where's that, that from? That's a crazy quote. There's <laughs> you no know what. I'm
0: gonna pull. Up. Hold on. I'm gonna pull. No, I'm gonna pull it up because we gotta be honest about Giannis. I think sometimes look, Giannis seems like a great guy and everything. Um, where is it at? I'm I'm pulling it up right here. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, right here. It says, um, I've been saying this who, over and over again. This is his team. Giannis, or
1: like, Giannis said. Giannis. It. Look. Look. How how can See it be that? his team? He just got there. How, how could it be his team? You want you you led them to a championship not too long ago? It can't be it can't be his team, Giannis. Another Giannis quote was I don't know if you saw this. He said um he doesn't really watch basketball. He just likes going into the game and being surprised by the opponents. What? What does that? What does that even mean? What are you talking about? What do you mean you want to go into the game and be surprised? So you you guys don't watch film? And it, it, I, think,
0: yes. I don't know if he's trolling not, or not. Crazy, I don't know it's what not the
1: youngest that I that I've come that, that I've seen come up in the league is not the one. And it's getting to the territory where I'm gonna be real. We got to give him the same the same criticism we gave Brian when it came to like stuff like this. We got to. We don't want to I'm do saying. it because the image he already I'm painted That's as himself, you know, this loyal guy, hardworking That's guy, you know, saying. he's not from America. You know what I mean? He really came, you know, he came from the bottom and rose to the top. That's cool. But he's here now and he's doing the same things, little things that we, you know, people criticize Brown for. It's time to keep the same energy, man, because this is this is some crazy. Cool stuff, but I've never seen in the span of a Listen. week. I've never seen nothing like this from a team.
0: I keep well shout out to the Bucks for giving us content because you guys are amazing. Uh, thank you. Um, but I've been texting people like we're gonna we're gonna have a combo by Giannis one day. Like, and it ain't about like who he is as a person, strictly basketball, strictly what he's done and what's going on. We gotta have a conversation one day, and I get it. People have their favorites and how they critique one they lay off the next and the reasonings behind, they critique the next person they may hold off on. Like they, they move the goalposts sometimes pretty much is what I'm saying. Right. Like this, the sliders are different, right? Because person A can do one thing and it's the end of the world, but person B can do the exact same thing. And it's an excuse. Right. And. Giannis is person B because the treatment isn't the same. Right. Compared to some other stars who have gotten criticism, so when are we going to be honest about Giannis and say, Look, dude, you can't blame the coaching, you can't blame any of that. This is on you because this is your team. Since when is a top five player saying another guy who isn't even a top? Look, is Dame a top 15 player right now in the league?
1: I mean, currently, you this season, be where he's playing, probably not, but I. See, I, I judge I judge stuff like that differently. That's all I'm I would saying. still put him top 15 just because just cause it's him, and I know what could happen. But if we're going off play this season, I don't know. I, I really had to look at the list. I don't know. Right now. But I'll still, I'm still taking him over. I'm taking him I don't, over a lot I don't of guys think that we might is. put in there at this moment, point in the moment. Like, I still think he's better than Jalen Brunson, even though Jalen Brunson's playing I, better than him. I think Dame is still better than him. You know what I mean? It's like So, I don't know. No, he's is not better he's than better SGA. Than and Ant. Um, SGA, he's not playing better than SGA, but I got to see SGA in the playoffs. Even though I think he's going to do good, we still have to see it. If SGA goes to the playoffs and doesn't produce, I can't put him over Dane. That's just how I look at it. But SGA, SGA is the MV, He's my MVP right now. To me, for this season, he's my MVP. Oh no, nah, he Kawhi, he's never been over I don't think Kawhi. Dane's better
0: than Kawhi. No. Nah. I don't think Dane's better than uh nah, I'm not I don't putting think him he's board, better than Booker. Nah. I don't, I don't think he's better honestly. When Kyrie's locked yeah, in, yeah, Kyrie is Kyrie. Yeah. You got you got to deal with Kyrie. So I'm saying like the list gets kind of interesting. So my point is bro, though.
1: Bro is, bro is where he ranks. He's not better I've than I've never nine. known a top 5 That's player to the
0: point I've never, I've never, I've never known, I've never known a top five player the to say. The only time it's happened is, is when
1: LeBron went to Miami, but that's because D-Wade was already there. And D-Wade was already, D-Wade. D-Wade he was already D-Wade. Won, D-Wade was D-Wade, right. though.
0: D-Wade is D-Wade. Right. D-Wade is right. top he five shooter of all the time. He like already won twisted. for me. So it's like. Right. He already, like, understand, that's totally different. But if LeBron were to say, "Yeah, this, this is Tyree's team in Cleveland, come on. You it know it was. Like it looks crazy. And it's Damn. pretty much the same different like what are you talking about, Giannis? You're Dame is he's closer to his Dame is closer to the downward turn than his upward at this point in his career, right? That's just what it is, age wise. Giannis, you're at your peak. Like you're like you're there. Like you've just hit your prime. You're just tapping into your prime. And so for you to say this guy is this is his team, when I mean, you've been the franchise guy for all these years aside... F- no, there's nobody that can come into the Bucks organization now and take that title from he, nobody. There's Nobody. Team.
1: I feel nobody. like he just tries to that's play your media games. It's your team, bro. You, you're you behind the coach. <laughs> the third reason your brother is on and, the team with you. We know what's going on. You're Milwaukee. If you left Milwaukee, them fans and that, be disappointed. If and they ain't left, it's, it's cool. It's whatever for them. It's, it's really that simple.
0: And that's what I'm... And that's what I'm saying. Um... Like, these quotes that Doc and, and, and Giannis are putting out there, it's, it's providing ammo because if they lose early in the playoffs, boy, oh boy. Like, there's always, I feel like there's always a team every year that NBA fans, NBA Twitter goes against and just loves to, like, root against, whether it's a player or a team. It's been the Suns, I feel like, the last couple years, right? It's been Chris Paul. The Bucks. I think, are this year's team that people are, like, just waiting because they got ammo. I'm already seeing like Doc Rivers memes and just just they t- jokes.
1: They took a picture like, of Doc's haircut. Man, <laughs> It said, I can't wait. I can't wait for the laws. And it's like, bro, they're <laughs> they
0: what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And so at the end of the day, you can talk about Adrian Griffin and Doc Rivers. But when they if they don't if they don't get the job done, who are they looking at?
1: Yeah, hey, you already know. I already told Like I said, it's going to come down to Giannis and Dame. Just like if they win, it's going to come down to them. They're not going to win because Doc has some crazy adjustments. They're not going to lose because Doc didn't make adjustments. They're going to lose because Dame and Giannis didn't ball up when they were supposed to. That's what it's going to come down
0: to. And I'm going I'm to keep it a buck with you. I don't have them making the finals. The way, the like, way that energy, I just don't. the
1: season, I had I just, them, I'm but not. the way they're, like, their energy in that locker room right now – it's not it so I don't got them either right now I don't
0: I'm not I'm just not buying it I just can't buy it right now there's too many ex- I'm hearing too many excuses I'm hearing just I'm hearing just too much excuses and things that don't make sense to me yeah and too much I just avoid that so I mean they might make an Asian conference finals run because you have Giannis and Dane but outside of that I can't do it so that's the second half of <laughs> my thoughts on the Bucks they're three and seven right now under Doc Rivers. We'll see, we'll see what they do. I'm excited about Sunday's matchup. They got our guys. They got the Sixers. Oh my goodness. Locked in. They play Minnesota Friday. They play Philly on Sunday. So those are two games that I think people should be tuned into. They might be three and nine under Doc Rivers when it's all said and done when, when this weekend's over. And I'm sure the jokes will flow on. So that's that's for me, that's the number one story to look forward to. The Bucks, outside of Joel and B coming back. What are the Bucks going to do? And what is Doc Rivers going to say next? To me, that's that's the story. One other side note: uh, Jock Vaughn has been fired by the Nets. Sixers legend Kevin Alley is the interim coach uh, in Brooklyn now. Um, I, I mean, when I looked at it, I said to myself, "Okay, um, now what, Brooklyn? Now what? What are you, like what? What are you going to do for me?" Most of these teams, and we've talked about this. Most of these teams don't have a clue or a vision. I look at the Nets; they don't have a clue or a vision. well, like Mikkel Bridges is a should be a Sixer to this day. I'm still upset about that, but great player. What he's done, I think, is a great secondary option if you're trying to win a championship, right? So for the Nets, you you give it to of Jack Vaughn. Now what though? Like I don't, I don't see, I don't see this move and say, okay. They're on the right track. They're 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 headed somewhere. To me, I look at the Nets and say I still feel like this is a front office and a franchise that really is still trying to figure out their identity and throwing darts and hoping something sticks. To me, I actually kind of I mean I like Jack Vaughn. I thought he was a solid coach for a young team, and maybe he'll get another shot. I don't know, but. This situation in Brooklyn right now, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand where they're headed. I don't know what they're trying to do. There could have been some moves at the deadline that they could have, that they could have done possibly for some, for some picks or young assets. I don't know. I don't know. They have, they have a lot of nice young pieces who would be great on championship teams, but outside of that, yeah, I, I don't know. Like you got Ben Simmons on your team. I don't know what that's hitting for anymore. So for me, you let go of Jack Vaughn. Now what? What's your vision, Brooklyn? What's the plan? And I don't, I don't think they have one. That's my thing about Brooklyn is there's been all been these reports they're Long.
1: turning down. And we've been hearing this for like the past year and a half. They're turning down a lot of trades that most teams would take. Like I heard, like they said, I think it was the Grizzlies that sent four first for, the, for Mikel. They said no. Um, I'm hearing about teams sending first rounders for Dorian Finney-Smith. They said no. And don't get me wrong. These are solid players. Like I love Mikel. And Dorian Finney-Smith is a solid player. Like he's really crafted a name for himself in the league. but um. Why are we turning down picks when you're you you should be in rebuild mode, right? Um, so to me it's like, do they do they have like, do they know something that I don't? Is somebody coming there? But then you look at the free agent list and it's like, who is coming there to make you say, Oh yeah, we gotta keep these players because he's coming and we're gonna, you know, they're gonna be great around him. Like this free agent class isn't the hottest. Like, who's gonna be the biggest name? Like, are they Paul George? Maybe that's a maybe. Who else is out there? I know, like, it's not like KD's not going to be a free agent. It's not like Steph is a free agent. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like none of these crazy names, free agents. That, that's one thing. It's like, okay, we're going to hold on to these players because we got one of the top five players in the league. They're, they're, they want to come to Brooklyn. That's cool. But that's not the situation there. And then I, I read another report yesterday that um they're trying to, they're focusing on building around McHale. Once again, I like McHale. He's a good player, but he's not a number one. He's not a number one. Like, what are we doing? And he's like, Mikel is like what 27, 28 now, maybe? What do you what do you think he is? What do you think Mikkel is? He's a great, he's a great, you know, third option, but maybe even second on, you know, if he's the right player. But I don't know, I don't know what we're doing. Hmm. Um, I also read another report about read another report That's about um, Denwitty and Bridges weren't fond of Jack Vaughn trying to run the offensive end. And I feel them on that 100 percent But one, Spencer Dimwoody's not even there anymore. And two, I mean, like, it is what it is. You guys are the nets. You guys should just be playing team ball. Like, I don't feel like nobody has the right to say we need a rally the offense to us. Like every you know what I mean? Like, none of them are at that level of talent or the skill. So I don't I don't know what they're doing. Uh I just my thing is what is their, like you said, what what is their vision? They they have to know that somebody is coming. But I keep thinking to myself, who is coming? That's the only that's really it. I don't know what else to say about the
0: Yeah. Anytime there's these coaching changes, it's just like, okay, who who are you bringing in now? Like what's and, and does Kevin Alley have a shot at this job? And what are you looking at? What what are you what what tangible things are you looking at when it comes to Kevin Alley or is he just a stopgap? Because this team is not gonna win any anymore. You know, they're not gonna win. Right. <laughs> like they're not a playoff team, right? Looking at the standings oh, he, where they are. They they
1: in the playoffs they are,
0: they're right outside the playing, right? Oh my goodness, Atlanta.
1: We we talk we <sighs> Atlanta. We already know what's up with them. <laughs> we'll let them live. Right? Yeah. We'll let, oh my we'll let God, them live. They're here. right
0: above the Nets. Yeah, we'll let them live. Um most of these teams, like I said, bro, like I just don't I don't take serious because they make these moves hoping something will stick. And they have no idea what they're doing when it comes to player evaluation, player development, the coaching decisions. Like, okay, you you fired Jock Vaughn, you bring in Kevin Alley as an interim coach. Now what are we doing? Our, who, what is the future vision for this franchise as we keep talking about and alluding to? I don't see it. And so to me, you're bring let's say Kevin Alley is the hire, or you bring in another young coach, they're gonna need at least four years, honestly. Realistically speaking, to get some players in here and really build a foundation, are you going to give that t- that coach enough time to really develop and and to really get these guys to go? Because at this point, you're starting from you're starting from pretty much ground zero. Honestly, you got to find that franchise guy first and foremost. And until you until that point, honestly, you're just you're just throwing shots at the wall hoping something sticks. You know what I mean? So we'll see what what comes of Brooklyn and Kevin Alley and what they do the second half of the season. But I'm not seeing it, um, and we'll see if Jack Vaughn gets another opportunity. To me, they they should have not they should have never gotten rid of uh, Kenny Atkinson. I thought he was doing a good
1: job. Um,
0: but it's hey, crazy to think about how he, to uh, that foot well, on the
1: line kind of changed the course of their franchise and the NBA as a whole because they probably would have beat the Suns in, the, mm-hmm. in that finals too. So just crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I'm talking about the Bucs again. You know know what I mean? Like if KD foot was behind the line, what's the conversation with the Bucs and Giannis? You know what I mean? What's the conversation? Right. Um, Because I do feel like I do feel like they would have defeated the Suns in that finals, too, if they were healthy. They weren't healthy that that playoff run either. You know, so that would have been another like what if in the NBA. So many of those that we've seen throughout history. Well, thank you guys for watching and listening. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and all the other podcast platforms, Amazon Podcasts. I'm working on some other cool things for you guys too. Uh
1: we'll see y'all Peace and up. talk to y'all next week.